the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Acacia. It is Friday Eve. Thank oh, thank you indeed, because we've got some beautiful weather here in San Diego. Not quite warm enough for me, but at least it's nice and sunshiny and all of that. So I'm looking forward to the weekend rolling in and wherever you are. Hopefully you're having a fantastic Friday Eve and looking forward to the weekend. Thank you for joining me tonight and every night here. Those of you who do, I just have the best group of people out there, especially those who are, are just our dedicated caniacs we like to call them, who watch the Facebook live stream. We are streaming right now on Facebook Live on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. Keep those comments rolling there. You can always call us at 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Got a couple of questions for you guys um, that you might want to weigh in. Um, Number one, and I want to throw this out there to you guys as well as as to my man in here. uh, well, actually, before I get into my questions, great lineup of guests for you guys. We've got Tom DeBacaro is going to be here. He's been busy traveling. He's going to be weighing in on um, some of Comer, Representative Comer's comments about the Republican investigation into Joe Biden. I was a little disappointed in what Comer's goal was for the investigation. So we're going to talk to Tom DeBacaro about that. Um, and then we've got a guest who's going to be with us tonight to share with you guys what is artificial intelligence and why is it such a danger to us as a culture? Those topics and more. 888-344-1170. My question for you guys is, um, have you heard about the alleged Chinese Communist Party spy balloon that's flying all around above the United States, in particular over Montana today. And have you heard about it? And what are your thoughts for the fact that the Biden administration and the Biden Air Force um, said, yeah, I guess I guess they're spying on us. And you know what? We're just we're just going to not do nothing about it. 888-344-1170. Meanwhile, we're spending how much money? How, how many uh, billions of dollars or, or trillions at this point to, for Ukraine? And by the way, why are we saying we've sent how many hundreds of, of millions of dollars or billions of dollars over to Ukraine and they still don't have they still don't have any money to buy tanks? Explain that to me, Lucy. Got to bring in my partner who's here with me every night of the week. It's the one, 
the only DJ Potato Skins. Andrea, we'll get into it later. I trust more the weather prognostications of Punxsutawney Phil than I do the <laughs> Biden administration keeping us safe from a Chinese spy balloon. Well, and they're saying, well, you know, look, they're like, well, first of all, yeah, we thought about shooting it down. But then it's like, you know, the military went up and looked around and we're like, you know, we're not sure we can make it like completely, you know, clean of debris. And uh, but you know what? We so don't now really- the military's got to be neat. Right. I mean, I. I'm thinking I'm thinking that maybe there's some transgender folks flying around in the spy balloon. And so, you know, our since our Department of Defense is all about diversity, equity and inclusion these days that they're OK, cool. You know, we see you over there with the purple hair or we see you in drag. OK, you're cool. You're cool. It's it's cool, baby. Uh, um, What? You know, our military no longer is seems to be a force right now that or any of our institutions a force right now to protect the United States of America. So, you know, that that's one explanation uh, for why the military didn't do anything in this instance. Uh, it, the Biden administration is saying we don't think they're really s- s- gathering any data, anything that's really important. Then what would they be doing? Yeah, it's no big deal. Let me remind everybody that back when Barack Obama was president and Joe Biden was vice president, China stole the identities of 40,000 government workers, GSA workers, and nothing was done. China has been ripping us off in terms of our intellectual property, data mining. And yet, and even after all of that, we're still letting some Chinese company control our elections in 30-something precincts. So why, why, you know, so why would they bother to shoot down a balloon? A spy balloon. I mean, it, quite frankly, the Democrat Party. Am I angry? Is, yes, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're all in on letting China steal from us and spy on us. I mean, you know, that's what's happening with TikTok. The American people, and you know, we can't just blame the Democrats because I think the American people have become too complacent just in general with, you know, and I've heard it before. Ah, oh, well, uh, you know, there, you know, our data is being stolen anyway. So, you know, the cat's out of the bag. What are we going to do about it? Like, like I said later on in the show, we've got a guest who's going to be here to explain what is artificial intelligence. Uh, he's the founder and CEO of Tusk. His name is Jeff Bermont, and he's going to be here to talk about the, the AI in, in general, as well as what the AI tool Chat GPT is and why it's important for you to understand that. Okay. Um, we did have some good news today. I thought it was absolutely fabulous, fabulous that the Republican Party booted Miss Ilhan Omar off the Foreign Affairs Committee. Absolutely fantastic. She should have never been on there in the first place. Quite frankly, this is a woman who shouldn't be in this country. She was brought here as a refugee from Somalia, married her brother in an immigration fraud scheme, should not have been elected to Congress. After getting elected to Congress, she was fundraising for an unindicted co-conspirator for uh, the the Holy Land Foundation trial and a front group for Hamas. How was that person in Congress at all? That person could not pass a a basic security clearance. And yet she was put on the Foreign Affairs Committee entitled to top secret information. So she finally gets booted. But of course, one of the first people to come to the microphones and complain about it today was her buddies at CARE, Council for American Islamic Relations, the aforementioned front group for Hamas. Um, And and of course, and the Republicans... It, but it really wasn't about the explanation given by the Republicans why they booted her from committee. It really didn't have anything to do with her raising money for care. It was really more about her blatant anti-Semitic comments that she's made 
Remember when she said, um, you know, when it came to Israel, um, first of all, they've hypnotized the world, which is such a trope. Um, that, that, that in regards to, um, to, as well as the fact that she made some comment about our being allies with Israel is all about the Benjamins. I mean, that is akin to me. That's just as bigoted, just as much as a trope as talking about African-American people eating watermelon and fried chicken. That's how bad that is to me. Absolutely despicable. She joined the BDS protest movement against Israel. They don't get more anti-Semitic. And could it be her religion? Could it be? Because we know it was the Muslim, Muslim Brotherhood that was created at a time uh, to partner with Hitler against the Jews. That's who, that's who this individual is. And at a time when we've got a rise in anti-Semitism in this country, we've got no excuse for having that kind of a bigot in Congress. But of course, AOC, AOC had to, I mean, fresh out of a Stellar Adler acting class, took to the floor today to go on a rant. It, it, it was like a monologue. Yeah, it was, it was a monologue. Uh, um, that I'm not sure who scripted it for her, but she actually did a fairly decent job delivering this monologue. Clip one. There is nothing consistent with the Republican Party's continued attack except for the racism and incitement of violence against women of color in this body. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life, and you all and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about an abdic- a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have t- who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank you. It is time to expire her. Her time should be up in Congress, AOC, by the way. What a bunch of tripe. Just a bunch of absolute nonsense. Of course, they got to pull the victim card. Um, you know, and, and by the way, when Ilhan Omar, I'm old enough to remember when she made all these nasty, disgusting, anti-Semitic remarks that the Democrats pulled the game of they were going to actually do legislation or do some kind of, of um declaration about hate speech and they actually uh instead of calling her out at the time for her remarks they actually turned it around and made the and made the whole story be about islamophobia okay she's a bigot and she's gone off the foreign affairs committee where she should be all right we're going to be gone in a momento we're going to take a break we come back Tom DeBacaro is going to be here. He's going to weigh in on the Biden administration. And why is Hunter, who's Hunter Biden to be making threats to people about his laptop? We're going to talk about it when we come back. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. 
That's right, indeedy. I am Andrea Kay. This is the Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you guys with me tonight. Hey, um, don't forget about Iron Mountain Outfitters, my peeps out in La Mesa. If you've got anybody who's working in the trades, who needs some hard-working clothing for them to wear, they've got the best brands at the most reasonable prices, even better than anything you can find prices uh, online. They've got Carhartt, Filson, Browning, uh, and even if you're not even if you're not a working man or woman in construction, these are the brands that are on trend. They look great. They they're made to, made to last. You can super even stylish. super stylish. You may not look as good as Kevin Costner in that Mackinac jacket, right? Um, but you can at least uh, make yourself think that you, you can do. pretend. Yeah, you can you can at least try to look as good as he does in the jacket, right? Go to eight four nine three La Mesa Boulevard. Look for the standing bear outside and tell them tell PJ. By the way, PJ will help you find anything you need in the store. So if you just go take a picture, if it's not for you, if it's for somebody else, like I did, and she can find anything that you need, and you can hang out and play with the cutest dog ever, Dapper Dan, while you're there. Iron Mountain Outfitters eight four nine three La Mesa Boulevard. Uh, my next guest, Tom DeBacaro. I don't know. Do, do we think of Tom as like a Carhartt wearing, um, hardworking man? No, I'm not sure Tom DeBacaro's ever had dirt wow. under his. I don't know that Tom's ever had dirt under his nails. Maybe it was when wow. he was on the fishing boat. Have you ever? Have you ever actually hammered a nail? Oh my god! <laughs> I was doing things. In Alaska before you were born, young lady. <laughs> well, I didn't. Well, I mean, we got to keep a G. I asked you if you've ever hammered a nail. Okay. <laughs> I have built, rebuilt fences and gates. I wear, uh, I'm looking at my Outback uh, jacket right now that I'm about to put on because it's so darn cold up here. Well, it's cold down here, too. It, it's freezing down here, by the way. I might as well. I keep saying on the weekend I'm going to go to Julian. I actually am this coming weekend because it's like if it's going to be cold, I might as well go enjoy the snow. Uh, I need to swing by and get me a new jacket there. All right. We've got to get into some serious topics right now. I want to play a clip for you because this guy, James Comer, out of the house, kind of came out of nowhere as like, you know, this tough dude who's like going to start holding people accountable now that we've got control of the house. He actually, um, even before we got control of the house, he was coming out six months ago, a year ago. He had been doing some investigation behind the scenes. I think Hunter Biden had... I think over 140 or something um, suspicious activity reports that should have gotten him thrown into the pokey. It didn't. Um, so I was curious to see what he had to say today. He's the House Oversight Chair in terms of the Biden classified docs and investigations. And I'm not sure I was crazy about what his plan is. And I want to get your response. Clip two. Well, yeah, I mean, this is this is a very it's going to be a very thorough investigation. We're we're specific about investigating the Biden family for influence peddling. And uh, you know, in the end, there'll be a legislative fix. And I think you have to go back several administrations and look at different uh, areas where there were accusations of maybe uh, inappropriate relationships or, or whatever, inappropriate business relationships. So uh, that'll be something, you know, in the end that, that will certainly be uh, examined. So I, I hope that we can get a legislative fix, like I said, uh, to, to determine what is allowable and what isn't, because we don't know. But we should know, and we should have uh, better disclosure laws on immediate family members that do business 
uh, with our adversaries around the world. Who, you mind if I ask you real quick the top let's, let's, cabinet yeah, secretary? You can stop that there. Um, so Tom Dell, I mean, the problem I have with this is a legislative fix. If you're that, what what investigation are, is he actually prepared to do that's real that actually holds anybody accountable with nothing but a plan of a legislative fix when what the investigation should be be investigating and resulting in is criminal prosecutions. Well, okay. So keep this in mind. This is taking place in a whole political context, right? What's that context? The DOJ is not going to do anything in the long run, right? You don't believe they'll do anything against the Biden. They, 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 they basically, on this docu-gate, they basically blew the investigation immediately by letting the lawyers collect the information. Now you can't have a criminal case anymore. Right. So, you know, they're not, we, the DOJ is corrupt. We've been over this many times and, and the FBI as well. So where does that leave you? That leaves the house investigations and uh, the remember o- oversight principally when a legislative body does this, they, their charter is not, uh, prosecution. Their charter is something related to legislation. That's why he's talking that way. So what they do is say, well, here's a hundred things that we think shouldn't are either were against the law or shouldn't be against or should be against the law. And so these 50 things that should be against the law, we're going to do new legislation. These 50 things that were against the law, we're going to turn over to somebody else. But I, I don't know if I said this already. At the end of the day, the House investigation is going to be the only real uncovering for the public. And so they have to do a very intense job. Otherwise, this is going to go by the wayside and the Bidens will get away with this. Well, right. I mean, that's my concern, really, is that I get that Comer himself is not the attorney general and cannot prosecute anybody. Um, but if your stated goal is just some legislation, then that drives the goal, drives the effort. Right. In terms of what well, you're going to be doing. They, again, they have no authority to investigate for crimes. They have oversight. They're Congress. They can look into matters. But they can't start on day one saying we're doing this to see whether or not somebody should be prosecuted. So we have to be careful with his language. But look, between Jim Jordan and the rest, um, I, I have look, we keep going through this where people promise things and and it, and it never happens. Right. 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 And, and so, but you know, I'm a fan of Jim Jordan. Uh, I think he he's intense about this. Uh, I, and I just came back from Washington, D.C., uh, and I, uh, from the people I've talked to, the Republicans want to run with this. And at the end of the day, they also have to say, we're not just doing this to catch people. We're doing this to make things better so that independents think that they're doing the right thing and not just being retribution. Well, true. and But there is a difference between retro, uh, being, uh, I don't know what the, seeking yeah, yeah. retribution versus accountability, because one of the biggest issues that independents have, as well as non, the non-party affiliated and, and conservatives, is, you know, I mean, when Trump came down the escalator and in 2016 people were chanting, lock her up, it was not just about Hillary Clinton. It was about the fact that back then, 
six, seven, now going seven years ago, the American people understood that we did. We had two sets of justice systems in this country, yeah. one for the conservatives and, and Republicans and one for the elites and the Democrats. And it's actually gotten worse since then. If there's no accountability in any way, nobody's going to be interested in any more theatrical, you know, wasteful, um, Trey Gowdy-esque, who never did anything to hold anybody accountable during the Benghazi hearings, which, by the way, he negotiated only, I think, one hearing going into the midterms because he didn't want to sway the outcome of the election. Hello, Gowdy. Uh, this is the information people need to make a vote, right? Um, you know, uh, the ben- uh, her violations of the Espionage Act and her felonies that she committed were exposed, and he refused to even... Uh, accuse her of being a liar. So I'm not saying that they have to say we're doing this to seek retribution or we're doing this even to expose crimes that were committed, but at least have the guts when they are exposed to actually say it. And we know that we know that there's evidence of crime. We're talking to Tom DeBocaro, author of Divided Era and more. We know that there's all kinds of proof of corruption and graft and crimes on Hunter Biden's laptop. I'm not sure if you've heard the latest. That now they're they're threatening Hunter Biden and some and some peeps are threatening uh, Tucker and others um, of lot for of threatening them with lawsuits over sharing the laptop contents. Sure. Your thoughts, which which is idiotic. I've been an attorney for thirty five years. If they actually bring, let's say Hunter Biden sued Tucker or anybody else, then that would mean that that Tucker would have the right to discovery of everything related to Hunter Biden. So that's, that is just uh, him posturing, yeah. trying, trying to get out from under it. If I was his attorney, I'd look at him and say, dude, that's the last thing you would want to do. Yeah. But again, we have such a corrupt system that he may get off with the biggest slap wrist of, you know, like Andy McCabe, you know, yeah. get off with nothing they have to, of course, remember this House, this committee does not have jurisdiction over uh, um, Hunter Biden. They have jurisdiction over Joe Biden. Uh, and so they have to sort of couch these things. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. They have to dig deep they ha- and they have to say, oh, by the way, here's what we have found. Yes. I don't think I don't think it's realistic to assume that a st- unless it's a state prosecutor, don't expect any federal prosecutions and accountability other than exposing the Biden family uh, graft and and stopping them from being president again. Well, I would like to see some maybe U.S. attorneys around the country or some attorneys general around the country get involved and prosecute some people, but it ain't likely to happen. But I'm just a simple girl with a simple dream, Tom DeBocaro. So <laughs> There you go. No, I, I, I'm with you. I Look, the more they posture like they did with that, that stupid letter, the more guilty they are. I mean, look at yeah. how dumb his attorney is where he says, oh, but we're not admitting this is his laptop when we say this. I mean, I mean, they're just so bungling on top of each other. Uh, But will Republicans, the the Democrats just leak information? The question is whether Republicans will push hard to get exposed, like the National Archives and the DOJ not saying what the information they got. 
Well, someone needs to do a FOIA request. Someone needs to file a lawsuit and they need to get that that information to the public instead of you know, being pussyfooting about it. Right. Well, here's one interesting point somebody made today on one of the socials I saw, then I got to let you go. They said, you know, how long do we hear about how we needed to get Trump's tax returns, right? And then the tax returns came out and and you don't hear anything about it anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, the, the idea that Trump would have his, have his tax lawyers do something grossly in error is ridiculous. There's probably no tax return on earth that's immune from a difference of opinion within the IRS. Believe me, I've had to deal with them for years for people, and they'll give you two different opinions depending on two different people you talk to. But you're right. But this is a game for them. Anything they can uncover and lie about. Look, Adam Smith just got Pelosi's endorsement. He's the biggest liar in American politics. <laughs> they don't care. They don't. And the Republicans need to realize the game is being played and get in it to win it. And I'm disappointed Ronna McDaniel got reelected as the head of the RNC. That's just absolutely shameful. Um, I'll give you 20 seconds to respond to that. And then I got to cut you off and move on to, to a break. What? Unquestionably, the Republicans need to understand that the Democrats go for every ballot. They do it legally and often illegally. Republicans need to use every legal method to get every ballot or they're going to be losing elections. And that's just a fact. So I'm with you there. All right. Well, thanks for being with me tonight, Tom DeBacaro. Fisherman, alleged fisherman, Tom DeBacaro. We appreciate you, man. Take it easy. All right. Now, you guys stay tuned because we've got a founder and CEO of Tusk, the world's first free speech based browser, uh, Jeff Bermont, who's going to be here to talk about artificial intelligence and the new AI tool, ChatGPT. I don't even know what that is. He's going to explain, so don't go away. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's show. Going to read some comments here from our Facebook Live. Um, Donna says, uh, talking about AOC, I played the clip earlier with her little meltdown. It was her, it was her, um, uh, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close up moment. Um, Donna says, um, AOC was not even in the building on Jan 6 True. Um, Oh, Michelle says my hair looks marvelous. Thank you, darling. I did. Ha- I did get my hair did today. Thank you so much. Um, Frankie says you need to come here for Mardi Gras. I do need to get back. I hadn't been to Mardi Gras in ages. Uh, Elaine says AOC lies so much she cannot uh, remember anything she said previously. The great thing about her meltdown and bobbing and weaving like a brat throwing a tantrum is that it destroys the narrative that the Dems are in control. Let the landslide begin. Um, absolutely. Uh, Frankie says um, he's seen better acting in grade school. Yeah, I mean, I've seen much better performances of kids playing the turkey in a Thanksgiving production than AOC today. Um, we're, we're trying to connect with the CEO of Tusk about artificial intelligence and this new app called ChatGPT. If we connect with them, we'll let you know, we'll let you know. I don't even know really what artificial intelligence is, right? I mean, I, I guess artificial intelligence is, I'm not even sure. This is why I wanted to have him on. So hopefully we're going to be able to connect with him. Um, because I had heard about this um, AI tool, Chat GPT. I knew that it basically was it, it, that it had actually written a speech. 
um, that was delivered on the floor or something. But, you know, I, I'm not really sure what it, artificial intelligence Basically, is. Basically, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's a series of programs that makes up whatever, you know, whatever program that they're making up and it's an entity that can all it, it can learn and basically get smarter with what it's designed to do so, so it, like it the terminator progresses. like the terminator yep terminator real real world okay yeah it, it's one of those situations to where it's one of these stories one of these issues that i'm not really sure how concerned i should be with and how how much i shouldn't so hopefully it depends we will- who you talk to some people say as long as we have safeguards we're okay there's a lot of people that warn us this is not a path we want to go go down yeah, um, I never watched the movie. Who saw the movie? Didn't Spielberg have a movie called AI2 or AI or something artificial and, and Haley Joel Osment was yeah, in it or that was something? Way back. I never saw it. Yeah, that's one of his good, one of his good ones. Okay. Um, uh, well, we might as well move on to this story that irritated me today. Um, I just read a comment from one of our uh, um, peeps on Facebook Live about January 6th. Here's what uh, Kevin McCarthy had to say when he was asked. I'm not sure where this, why this came up in discussion, um, why new speaker uh, McCarthy was asked about this. I think, you know, the, you know, I mean, J- the Jan 6 thing really got the left nowhere in terms of momentum for anything related to elections, in my opinion. What they did do is they managed to chill uh, MAGA to a degree. They th- got a lot of MAGA people thrown in jail for no reason. Um, there's continuing lying going on that police officers were killed that day. There was, there was one we know for sure was killed that day. One individual. A second, Rosemary Boylan, there's some conflicting reports on whether or not she was attacked that day and stomped on by the police, but whether or not she died that day. We know for sure there was one person who was killed that day, and it was Ashley Babbitt, and she was unarmed, and she was shot dead by a cop who had whose name and identity was protected, right? Here's what McCarthy had to say about it today, clip three. One of the first things Marjorie Kelly Green said from the oversight dais was that Ashley Babbitt was murdered. Do you think Ashley Babbitt was murdered, or do you think the police officer who shot her was doing his job? I think the police officer did his job. So he thinks the police officer did his job shooting an unarmed woman at point-blank range when she was absolutely no threat to him. Is it any wonder why we still have Americans suffering under this Jan 6 cloud? You know, we were talking earlier with Tom Dell about investigations. We, where's the real investigation into Jan 6? Where's, I want to see Nancy Pelosi's text messages. I want to see text messages and communications with a variety of different Democrats and Ray Epps because we know it happened like the FBI. I want to see Christopher Ray's text messages on, on the day of January 6. I want to see all the communications with Capitol Police officers that day. I want to know who I want to know why it was obviously coordinated for them at a certain point to pull back barricades and open doors and wave people in. I want to see the communications around January 6 that had to do with hiding and protecting the identity of the police officer who shot and killed at, at, at close range Ashley Babbitt. And why wasn't there a follow up question to McCarthy about Ashley Babbitt's mother being arrested at a protest recently? Does it get any worse than that? Why did McCarthy speak up about the lies that were told about MAGA involving Officer Sitnik? 
with the lie that he had been bludgeoned by a MAGA person in a MAGA hat wielding a fire extinguisher. There's just so many lies around January 6th. Am I glad that um, peeps like Congressman Andy Biggs got a, a better rules package uh, done? Absolutely. But, I, you know, we still have the same failed leadership at the head of the Republican Party that we've had for years now. McCarthy as Speaker, McConnell at the Senate, and Ronna McDaniel at the head of the RNC. I mean, who out there is really hopeful for a whole lot of difference? Because you know what? Congressman Biggs has reintroduced uh, impeachment papers for Mayorkas. Who's who's show of hands who, you know, 888-344-1170. Who is actually believing that the Republican Party is going to vote to impeach Mayorkas? And if the Republican Party with the control over the House will not impeach Mayorkas, who is encouraging, enabling a human, the world's largest human trafficking operation and an invasion at our southern border. If they won't hold Mayorkas accountable, then we can expect nothing on our behalf going forward, in my opinion. Because there is nothing more basic than our national sovereignty. And it's, and it's just been completely destroyed. Completely destroyed, in my opinion. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back. Did you guys know, is it Groundhog Day? I think it might be Groundhog Day. I think, I think Pucks, 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 what's it? Punxsutawney, Punxsutawney Phil uh, saw, uh, what did he see today? His shadow. He saw his shadow. All right. I'm not sure I know all about Pucks of Katani, Phil, if that's how you call it. But Skins found this story, so we're going to talk about it when we come back. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I don't, I'm not, my, I know it's like a, an American tradition, this whole Groundhog Day thing with this Punxsutawney Phil. Phil. Um, I grew up in the South. Um, you know, I, we don't typically, you know, love on rats or rodents or whatever this thing is. Um, but Skins, you're all about Punxsutawney Phil. What, what's the story here? So Punxsutawney Phil comes out once a year in the... Mm-hmm. Uh, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, mm. and if he sees his shadow, there is six more weeks of winter, and if he doesn't, then we get an early spring. Okay, so what did he see today? Today or marks yesterday. the 107th time he did see his shadow. It was 106 up till this year, so apparently, and temperatures across the nation prove that, I guess we're getting six more weeks of winter. Um, is there an actual furball animal that what is it, a groundhog, groundhog. That, that actually comes out oh yeah and, okay so this is like a real thing this is a real deal okay um it's an american tradition you can get videos on this online the whole deal well i mean so are chicken fights but i don't necessarily want to watch chickens fighting either right it, it, it's fight. kind of an american tradition it goes back to 1887 okay um all right uh, you know, um, so much for so much for global warming, though, right? And what I will say, you were asking the other day, you want a, a great comedy movie, Groundhog Day. Somebody get, remember remember DVDs. Somebody loaned me this DVD years ago, and I never. It was one of his favorite movies. Um, Kevin, you never saw if, it, Kevin. If you're if you're watching or listening, I never watched the movie. I, I no, I mean there just. I mean, I, I know you like Bill Murray, Saturday Night Live. It's right up your alley. Yeah, um, it's just it seemed like a dopey story. Like, why would I want to watch a movie that has the, where where the premise of the movie, if if I'm understanding it right, is the same thing happens every day? It no, sounds he like lives a snooze the fest. same day over and over 
over again. And it's uh, that's all I can say without really giving it away until he changes his behavior in life. So it's a, it's it's a moral. It's so it's a it's morality a moral tale, lesson. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Frankie. Yeah, yeah, we have Nutria down in Louisiana, swamp rats, and I'm not a big fan of swamp rats. See, that's my thing. It's like I don't like we don't I don't like Nutria. I don't like the swamp rats. So why would I like this ground this groundhog dude? Maybe I'll check. Oh, uh, I got an email from a listener because the whole thing about comedies last night. He said the movie Used Cars. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one either. I think that's got Kurt Russell in that. But I would check out Groundhog Day again. If you like Bill Murray, Andrea, I, I think you'd enjoy it. Is it is it a comedy comedy or is it more just like sweet feel good? No, it's, I mean, it does have a moral compass to it, but it's a, it's a comedy comedy. It's typical Bill Murray. Well, let me tell you what's not funny is, um, I remember when one of my nieces was young, she used to love this, um, game or this app called The Sims. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. And if I remember right, it was like she would create the house and they're like, you the create family. your own world, right? Yeah. You create your own world. Well, The Sims has updated their app. Already not liking this. Uh-huh. Um, here's their tweet. A base game update is here with new content, including medical wearables, binders, shapewear, a light switch, and more, including bug fixes and console gameplay improvements. Read more about today's update in the latest patch notes. And so what it's about is um, players, like, for example, binders and shape. It's all about pushing trans on kids. Right. Um, binders. What are, what are binders do? It's a way to, you know, to push down and suppress, you know, body parts that a kid doesn't want. Um, and the, here's the way they've got it categorized, listed on the site. Top surgery scar under the same body category. All players can find a body scars category with an option for teen and older male Sims, masculine or feminine frame to add a top surgery scar to their Sims. So to show a female who's had her breast removed, this is what they're pushing to children. It's disgusting. Because this is, you can't change this down the road. And there are, there are girls that are, that, that they call them detransition. You're not, de- you can't detransition now. You can't get those breasts back. No, we've we've reported on 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 some of these people that regret what they did. I mean, a, a woman that's got male pattern baldness and it can never be undone. Right. There's been doctors and in, in that have said, "Oh, well, you know, they can they can get breast implants." Well, first of all, um to suggest breast implants as just like so casually, oh, okay, so you had your own natural breasts removed that God gave you, and now you're regretting it. So now you got to go out and spend what 20k or whatever it is to get fake breasts, which by the way present a lifetime of issues for women, and they don't last forever, by the way. Um, and I had a mammogram today, and they always ask whether or not you know you've well, I don't need more at this because I've been there before and they have my records. Um, but I've been told by mammogram techs that it does make it harder for them to detect breast cancer because of the implant. So, you know, to just but to so casually throw that out there that, oh, yeah, just go mutilate your body and then you can always fix it later. Well, no, it's not, it's not a fix. It's not a fix. Then the shapewear. 
With this update, players can find two new assets in Create a Sim. Under the Tanks in the Tops category, you will find a binder top asset for your teen and older Sims. In the Underwear category for Bottoms, there is a new Shapewear asset for your Sims as well. So this is a way for binders, I guess, to press down and make a young female, her breasts go away, and I guess for boys to make it look like they don't have male parts. So, um, (laughs) there's no aspect of our society that they're not pushing this on our children. You really need to be paying attention to, it's not even enough now to not have them be in public school or pay attention to what's being taught in schools. It's every aspect of our society now. At home, at school, everywhere, parents, you have to pay attention. And telling children, it, what what we should be telling and teaching children is that you are wonderfully made. Everybody goes through times in their life. It's part of growing pains. To it's go natural. Through, it's natural to go through times in your life where you don't feel confident you don't feel comfortable you're that's what that's you know uh, remember the brady bunch you know where peter's voice was changing and they worked it into the song you know i mean we used to as a culture um help people uh, you know try to help kids to understand that that's just life that's just part of growing up right everybody going through awkward phases not feeling confident in themselves um you know um baby fat you know, that's that's a big one because there's there's, you know, kids that go through chubby phases when they're a kid and then they, you know, get older and, you know, it melts away. I mean, it's just it's all a part of, of growing. It's all part of God's design. And I think it's about in some ways, you know, uh, without trying to go too deep, I think that, you know, God lets everybody, including kids, go through some difficult times because it's how it prepares you for adulthood. Right. If everybody had things 100 percent easy their entire childhood. Right. Um, well, and, and none of us do. Prepared? I like what you what you said. At, at some point, so we all go through it, whether it's junior high, high school, some of us even a little later. Yeah, I mean, like, like nobody gets through this life without trials and tribulations, without heartache, without disappointments, without getting, you know, your feelings hurt. You, one of the one of the toughest lessons. You have to learn as a kid growing up is not everybody's going to like you, you know, but you're still lovable, right? And you're in, in, and we're, and we're abandoning that on children. In fact, we're not only teaching children that they should, that they're, you know, it, and it actually started even before this transing stuff. So much of it too had to do with the Kardashians and this whole push that everybody have the same nose and the same little fox eye, I think they call it. And, um, we're we're just completely getting rid of individuality, which is part of the plan. It's yeah, it's all a part of the plan. Um, all right, so my plan is just to let you guys know is I've got a special place I'm going in a few moments, so um, I will be signing off on the Facebook Live, and we're going to be running a best of second hour of the show tonight. But we will be back live tomorrow night for a Friday night edition of the show. Bob Walters will be here, of course. Going to read a couple more. Um, comments here. John Longo says, need to acquit and pardon those sentenced and those awaiting trial in solitary with no chance of bail. That's for the Jan 6 defendants. Absolutely. Frankie says, don't change who you are. Right. We, we've got to be teaching kids uh, to love themselves. Frankie also says, Groundhog Day was good skin. So good good choice there. Um, all right. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have, uh, 
you know, uh, maybe you'll, I don't know if you, you haven't mentioned any movies. So I don't, that you've seen lately. I was going to say maybe you give us a movie review tomorrow night, but you haven't mentioned seeing any movies. There, uh, last week I actually saw there's a new, uh, well, it's supposed to be a horror movie, but it's quite cheesy. I'll, I'll give that a gander and uh, review okay. to the audience. All right. So that'll be fun. Something to look forward to, to tomorrow night. All right. Love you all. Peace out. Have a great night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.